This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. There is an innate magical transformation that happens when one cares deeply enough to share their story with the world. The only real failure in life is the failure to grow from what we go through. Change empowers us to see life's transitions as opportunities for growth and provides not only the keys for shaping our lives today, but also hope for transforming our world into a place of greater love, peace, connection, and wholesomeness. Through Audra Week's healing journey, a hero's journey, Audra has become an advocate for the positive that comes with change and bringing the light of truth in the lives of others. Audra's life has prepared her with unique experiences, well-earned wisdom, creative talents, and treasured gifts that she is sharing with the world. Indeed, to come to this place, she had to move mountains. Valeria Talis interviews Audra Weeks, the author of Moving Mountains, A Hero's Journey. Audra Weeks is a true Arizona native. She grew up in the heart of Phoenix. Belonging to a large family, she was the youngest of six children. In her adolescent years, she was an athlete involved in soccer, softball, gymnastics, and ballet. She studied psychology, philosophy, world religions, and criminal profiling in college. She later received her clinical certification in hypnotherapy as well as her certification as a Reiki master. Audra is currently a professional nanny and a holistic healer. She is the doting mother to three children and Omi to four grandchildren. Audra has experienced several traumas in her life that left her with PTSD, traumatic response, and traumatic patterning. She recently embarked on a healing journey through cognitive reframing therapy. Through this successful journey and her follow-up work, Audra has come to understand that trauma can be treated and even healed. She has made it her mission to share her story, and she hopes to bring hope and help to those who are navigating the pain that their own traumatic experiences have brought them. Audra has stepped firmly onto the path of helping others and continues to put herself in the arena to change lives. She can frequently be found as a guest and co-hosting on a variety of self-exploration podcasts and live talks. Meet Audra at audrarenewweeks.com. Here is the interview with Audra Weeks. In your own words, who is Audra Weeks? I am all things and I am nothing. But in a worldly perspective, 
I am a mother. I am an author. I am a professional nanny. I am a Reiki master. I am a certified hypnotherapist. And I am in service of others. How beautiful. I absolutely love the way you started that, answering that question. <laughs> I am everything and nothing. That's, um, yeah, to me is the truth, the ultimate truth. Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. So I have these warm-up questions, as I mentioned, off record. And the first one or the second is freedom. What is freedom to you, Audra? Freedom to me is allowing myself to be authentically who I came here to be without worrying what others perceive, their judgments. I would say being authentic to myself is, is what freedom is. And I'm wondering how do we know when we are there? How can we recognize? For me, I've been noticing, um, I've been a lot more mindful as far as my own thoughts towards myself. I feel like I'm in a place of freedom when I'm not judging what most would, you know, what we would consider as negative emotions or negative feelings, just allowing myself to, to feel whatever it is that I feel. And when I'm in a place of flow with that and not trying to be disruptive about it or judgmental towards myself about it, I feel like I'm, I'm in the flow of freedom. Is that a, the practice for life, would you say? I would say it's definitely one of the practices of life. I, I feel that we're, we can be our own worst enemies. And um, I feel like the world has taught us that we're supposed to act a certain way or be a certain way. But from my perspective, this is a human experience and all the emotions come with it. So if we're judging ourselves for how we feel, then then we're not allowing ourselves to just be who we are in that moment. What do you want from life at this time? Right now, I would say the most important thing to me is to be in service of others. I feel like I have a message to offer, um, something that can help other people that have been through experiences in their life and my main focus right now is to be in a state of love and a state of service to others. I love the way you say that in your book. You say, I believe that my healing is your healing and that your healing is my healing. Beautifully said. And yeah, it is just resonated very much true to me. Pretty much everything you say does at this point. Talk to me for a moment about healing, what healing is, and what was the inspiration when you wrote this, this phrase? Along my journey, I have come to realize a lot of things. And one of the things that I've realized is that there truly is no separation between us. We might be experiencing our lives in a, in a different body, but in essence, who we are and the essence within us is all the same. So I truly believe that when we do our own inner healing work, we are literally helping the collective of all of us heal. Coming from that place, that understanding that everything's connected and everything is one or coming from one source, 
That makes so much sense. Yes. And it sometimes I feel like I, I m- might get lost a little bit and forget that oneness. Right. But in those moments, I always try to remember to draw back to that because I genuinely, I feel that that is the truth. Yeah. And I love the way you say that too, that you feel, which means it is a knowing for, for you. It's not a only knowledge or a belief system. Right. What do you think is the purpose of the human experience, Audra? I've been doing, it's interesting that you asked that because I've been doing a lot of thinking about that lately. I've had some experiences um, recently that has caused me to ask myself those questions. And the conclusion that I'm at at this moment is that we are God here experiencing ourselves. Do you believe that we have chosen to be here in a human body and to experience everything that we have experienced? I absolutely believe that. And I wonder why. Do you sometimes wonder why we have chosen those challenging experiences to have? I I do wonder why sometimes. You know, I look at some of the experiences that I've had in my life and they there's a lot there and I I wonder why would I basically sign up for all of this. But I also believe that everything is happening at an accelerated pace right now. And I think that a lot of us signed up for some challenging experiences um, to to be in acceleration with Uh the acceleration that's happening. So in order to keep pace, we have to clear a lot of maybe past lives or for me, I think one of one of the reasons why I chose to experience what I've experienced is because I have that those experiences, I can help others through their experiences. So to me, that's that's the collateral beauty and some of the harder challenging things that I've experienced in my life is that that I'm relatable to other people that have gone through hard things. And I've been really doing the inner work and that gives me the capacity to be a light for others. And I also wonder sometimes if we can choose again, can we learn the lesson without the experiences, without the challenges? Wow. That's, that's a tough question. I'm going to say that those lessons that the experiences are, are the lessons themselves. So through the experience, if we can stay embodied in love and compassion for ourselves, we're learning the lesson. But if, if you don't have the experience, what is the lesson? I don't think we can learn really genuinely. We cannot learn anything without experience. And it, it, you know, it brings, what you just said brings me back to the question when you asked, why are we here? If we're in, when we're, I believe when we're not here, we're in the embodiment of everything. I believe that we're in the embodiment of everything in these human bodies. But when we shed the human body, we have the aware awareness and the knowing of everything like there's no amnesia there. And when we're in that state of unconditional love, I think one of the reasons why we decided to have this experience is 
to bring ourselves back to that unconditional love. What was the hardest lesson to learn about yourself and life as of today? I would say the hardest lesson for me so far is is self-love. That has been a challenge for me. I I think that the world teaches us so many things that opposes that self-love and overcoming stripping away and and stripping down to our our true naked selves is such a vulnerable a vulnerable place to be and I also feel that in order to find our our way back to ourselves we have to strip away and take those masks off and I think in doing that you you realize a lot about yourself um maybe a lot of untruths that you've been telling yourself that have been harmful and hurtful probably more harmful and hurtful than anything anybody else has has done to us to see what we've you know done to ourselves that's the realization of that has probably been one of the most profound and also challenging hardest things that I've ever come to realize and the way you speak it sounds i don't know if i said that before but it sounds very spiritual we call it spiritual. So let me ask you the question, what is spirituality to you? And do you have spiritual views or beliefs? I agree with you. I I think a lot of how I feel and my thoughts and my beliefs um, is what we call spiritual. Um, I don't, I don't really know where that term comes from, but I think that the word spiritual is being able to tap into all that is without any limitations or boundaries. Um, it's very, very different than um, religion. I There's um, a lot of boundaries in religion and spirituality to me is limitless possibilities and removing all those boundaries and um, recognizing that it, the term like, step out of the box that there never was a box. So you wrote the book, Moving Mountains, A Hero's Journey. Two initial questions for you, Audra. How did you become a writer and what was the inspiration, intention, and the purpose of writing your book? How did I become a writer? Um, I don't, I don't think I became a writer. I think that um, it's always been just a part of me. And I think in making the decision to write the book, I allowed that part of myself to come through onto the paper. Um, if if you, the thought of writing another book is, (laughs) it it seems overwhelming to me because I don't like, Mm -hmm. I don't really feel I'm a writer. I feel like my book is just me being authentic to myself and sharing my journey with my own expression. So the inspiration and the intention behind the book, I think there's there's a couple of different intentions. One was to help me release my story from, from my body. And another intention for me was um, realizing, because when I was going through the journey, I shared a lot of my journey on social media and the feedback that I was getting, 
helped me to realize that there are so many people out there that are suffering in silence and that feel very alone in what they've experienced and their emotions around it. And a lot of times people tend to just bury all that because they don't know, they don't know how to deal with it. And so I was realizing through my own sharing that it was helping other people come forth and use their voice and you know, start letting their stories out and that it was helping other people feel like they were not alone in what they were going through in their life. And to me, that just seemed the fact that I could take some, some really dark times in my life and dark moments in my life and turn them into helping somebody else. That to me is the epitome of collateral beauty. And, and I just, I had to do it. I felt like it was one of the major purposes of why I came here. Would you like to share some of your story? Let's see. The first two decades of my life, I experienced several traumas and not having the tools or capacity to deal with that. I ended up burying those experiences and they kept coming forth like the, the core beliefs that I had created around those experiences. I was um, very much seeing repetitive patterns in my life that were not of service to me or or those around me. I experienced um, a brother that committed suicide when I was eight years old. Um, I experienced a stepfather that had a desire to molest me and then a little bit later in my life actually attempted to molest me. I experienced being raped. And I experienced an uncle attempting to violently murder me when I was sleeping. So in the book, I go through, I go through, I leave, I feel I leave no stone unturned when I talk about those um, experiences. And then I also proceed forward and talk about the healing journey decades later that I've been on to release those traumas um, mentally, emotionally, physically, um, basically transmuting them into something, something else, something loving and caring and, and helping and being in service of others. I talk about um, what PTSD looks like. I, there's a lot, there's yeah. a lot <laughs> of, <laughs> of stuff that I incorporated into my book but for like more details on those experiences, I I really feel like I left no stone unturned. I love some things you say. I mean, it's incredible what you say in the book, generally speaking. You say, I wouldn't take back a single moment of any of the journey of my life. It has made me who I am. What a magnificent experience in its entirety. That's amazing to come to this conclusion or to this understanding. And you also said the only real failure in life, it is the failure to grow from what we go through. Talk to me for a moment about the healing journey, the healing process. I, I'm 
The healing journey is, is going to be a continuous journey. I think mm-hmm. for all of us, yeah. I think that we, as we start peeling back the layers of experiences that we've been through, I think there's always going to be layers. And I think that's part of the, the human experience. And I also, I also feel like there's a lot of collective healing and ancestral healing at the same time. So I think it's a, just going to always be part of our journey in this experience. For me, I I don't believe that there's a one size fits all for healing. I think that our journeys are unique to our own purpose and who we came here to be, how we came here to experience our lives. So there's so many different modalities out there. Um, For me personally, um, I came into healing I started um, by taking energy classes and I became a Reiki practitioner, um, a Reiki master and was facilitating uh, a lot of people. And one of the things that um, I always like to clarify when people are, are going to facilitators is that a facilitator is only holding space for you to heal yourself, that they they are not doing your healing. You are, and they're holding a space for you that you can find your way through it. I feel like I kind of took a slow roll into the journey. It took me a while to accept and realize that the person who was crying out for me to be a healer was myself. So I feel like I've gone through a lot of different modalities. Um, I talk mostly about my cognitive therapy journey in my book. Um, uncovering those core beliefs that I had created about myself and others going through the traumatic experiences that I experienced. I think that when we have an awareness of beliefs that we've created, beliefs that we can see as adults, beliefs that we created as children that didn't know any better, didn't know how to process, didn't know how to understand what was going on as adults, we can look back on that and realize that a lot of the beliefs that we've been carrying through our lives, are they're not true. Perhaps in the sense of healing, one, maybe parts of what needs to be healed, and then there's always something else that appears, right, Audra? It's never, <laughs> it's never is, ending. <laughs> it's never ending. Um, one of the things that I've been really thinking about and feeling my way through is that um, I'm approaching. I'm approaching my journey with different intentions. As before, like I would experience something, or like I would go to my therapist, or be involved in different experiences with intentions of healing, like a deeper healing. And then I I started coming to realize that that when I look at it like that, that I'm I'm telling myself that there's something wrong with me, right. that I'm broken, that mm. I'm not okay exactly where I am. Mm -hmm. So now my intention is when I'm going through like different avenues of possible healing, it's my intention. I've been setting an attention that is more along the lines of help me to embody who I came here to be. Help me peel back these layers of untruths so that I can be who I came here to be. So I'm basically telling myself that, you know, like, I just felt like I was always broken. Like there was something wrong with me, you know, like the, the healing's never ending. And it, it left me in a state of feeling like 
like I was broken all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just, I can't feel like this. I don't want to feel like this. There's nothing yeah. that's, that's not like unconditional love to myself. So, so you're saying, I love the intention that you have set now, just, uh, there's nothing to be healed. You already whole now is just trying to uncover more of that or uncover that wholeness. So you can embody that because you're already yes. that. You already are. Yes. It's just embodiment. Yes, we are already yeah. everything we need to be. Yes. It's just uncovering it. And I really found on my own journey of healing that uh, acceptance, fully accepting that, that I'm already whole. Now is just uncovering that, opening that gift box. <laughs> that is the journey, really, the opening of that gift which is an interesting thing. Why don't we just open the gift, the box completely and fast? (laughs) It doesn't work that way. (laughs) No, I think too, because as we're going through the journey, we, we start having more understanding and more awareness. And with that comes learning how to unwrap that gift, Mm. how to open that gift, how to receive that gift. Yeah. We don't know how to receive. It's really a challenge from all of us, I feel, uh, to say that I love myself unconditionally. I fully accept myself exactly as I am. I notice that for most people, it's not easy. It's, it's a challenge. Yeah, that's the receiving of the gift, right, Audrey? Like you just said, beautifully yes, said. Yes, I feel like I've been telling my, myself those things, saying those words for years, and I'm just now coming to a place where I can actually receive the truth in that and actually feel it. Yeah. So I do have, I have so many things here about your book (laughs) and not enough time to go through everything. (laughs) But (laughs) you say another beautiful thing in your book. You say, I allowed myself to be angry anyway. I refuse to hide my feelings anymore. There is nothing wrong with me for having emotions. I own them and I get to deal with them how I see fit. That's just part of that. what you said about chapter 13, PTSD. So talk to me for a moment about PTSD and your understanding now, your understanding of trauma. PTSD is basically reliving a trauma over and over again. And even you, you may come to a place where, where the picture looks different. Like you're not, um, having invasive thoughts of the event, the actual event itself. But when, when trauma happens to you, a lot of imprinting happens emotionally, physically, mentally, and, we carry that with us if we don't know how to process and work through those what happened to us and the the emotions that came with it we we carry that within our our body all you know layers of our body the energetic body the physical body the mental body the emotional body and then as we go through our life sometimes you know someone will say something or you'll hear a sound or just certain things might trigger you back into, you might not have like a visual of the actual event, but you will be triggered back into an emotion from that event. And I think that understanding what you imprinted when you experienced 
an event or trauma um, is helpful to releasing it. What was the what was the other part of your question? Yeah, the understanding of trauma in general. Do you think it can be healed completely, or we still have some? What do you call some? Like a residual? Yes, residual of that. Yeah. I do think that it can be healed completely. I I already, my knowing and in my heart, I know that I am already fully healed. Yeah. However, part of this human experience is the human part of it. Um, right. I do think that there's a lot of I think we may always experience some sort of residual, but I think the more mindful we are and the more aware of when that mm-hmm. residual is stepping forward, right. we can um, deal with it in a different way. We can feel it in a different way. Instead of it um, making us feel powerless, we can just allow the feelings to come and go rather than trying to stuff them back down or all the things that we do that aren't serving to ourselves by just allowing ourselves to to feel it. And when you were talking about um, the part in my book where I wrote about the anger, I always, you know, growing up, we learned that angry is bad. When people are angry, it's they're not being very nice or, you know, like all these negative factors around it. And I never let myself be angry for the things that I had experienced. And I think that caused me a lot of pain and suffering in my life. And by allowing myself to feel that anger, um, a lot of healing took place and a lot of the trauma left my body by allowing myself to actually feel that emotion rather than trying to repress it. Yeah, I love the way you say that about trauma. So it's something that could still come back, but then now we have the understanding that that's just a memory, that feeling that we can stay with it, can listen to. And it's just a residue, as you said. It's not real anymore. A lot of times people, when, they, when they're triggered or they feel triggered, it is very uncomfortable. And if you can find a place where you can actually see it as a blessing, because that trigger is actually opening a portal for for stuck emotions that you never allowed yourself to feel to exit. Yeah. So it triggers you, you allow yourself to feel the emotion and then it's gone. I love the way you say you use the collateral beauty, that term meaning this idea that even the most horrifying situation can lead us to beauty, to something wonderful. If that's true. That is so true. How do you define beauty these days? What is beautiful to you? I think everything is beautiful, but I'm going to go back to the word that you've brought up several times. It's acceptance. Yeah. You know, that is a huge, I think that's one of the things that we've come here to learn is acceptance of everything. And if we can just accept, then we can, we can actually experience the beauty in everything. It's where the rejection comes in that we see things as not as beautiful or, you know, like, I don't want to experience that or that's not pretty or that doesn't feel good. But when you learn to accept even our darkest hours are beautiful. So we're almost at the end. I do have a few more questions for you, the ending questions. But before that, would you like to add anything or read a passage in your book? 
I really don't have anything to add. And I wasn't prepared to read a passage. So I think that I'm just going to um, present an invitation for anyone who would like to read about my journey. My book is called Moving Mountains, A Hero's Journey. Yes, I'll have the link on your podcast profile too, to your website and Amazon link. Um, let me see. I have two more questions for you, Audrey. If you knew you would die soon, meaning losing the body, would you make any change or do anything in a different way? I feel like I'm doing things exactly as I'm supposed to, even if I don't think that I am. <laughs> I think that if I did know, I would try to be more mindful of accepting being in the flow, living life to the fullest, remembering that this moment truly is, whether we know or don't know, this moment is all we have. There is no past. There is no future. And to to just be mindful of making the most of this moment right here, right now. And the last question is, what are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? That I know for sure. Yeah. I would say the top thing is that it all it's all about love. Love is everything. It, that's what matters most. I know that we all have unique and divine gifts to share with others. And what, what would be the third thing that we all came here with? with a purpose. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your beautiful wisdom, your, your loving presence, the courage to write your book and to share with others. Thank you so much, Audrey, for everything you do. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate the opportunity to, to share the love that I have in my heart with other people. I do have one more question, but this is a technical question. Where can we find <laughs> where can we find more information about you, your books, products, services, and future projects? So I really feel like I've made it easy for everybody in that aspect. Everything is under Audra Renee Weeks. So my website is AudraReneeWeeks.com. Um, Instagram is Audra Renee Weeks and Facebook is Audra Renee Weeks. <laughs> Very simple and convenient, yes. <laughs> I'll have the um, website on your podcast profile too to make it even easier. Thank you so much again, Audra, and we'll talk soon. Okay, thank you. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Audra Weeks and her work, please visit audrarenewweeks.com. more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.